Son, I don't even listen to Wu-Tang, son. I don't. Got that new show on Hulu, Slick Fire. I am Spike Lou. Thank you for tapping in with Spike Lou. Giving you some thoughts each and every now and again on this feed. I appreciate you guys tapping in. I started watching that Wu-Tang doc, right? Well, not the doc, excuse me, the the show, the show on Hulu. And I assume it's loosely based on factual events. I'm not sure. Again, I'm not a big Wu-Tang fan. Of course, we know we have the On Deck TV hip-hop podcast. I am Spike Lou. And as you guys know, if you listen to the podcast, not a big boom bap East Coast early backpack rap fan, whatever you want to call it. I really wasn't in on the Wu-Tang wave, which is why it took me so long to even watch the show. But I kept hearing season two is great. Season two is this. Season two is that. And I like RZA. RZA played in California Cation. I like his acting there. I like his production, even though I'm not a big music fan. I'm just a big fan of RZA overall. I think he had deep dude. Pause. If that's necessary there. Pause. So I, I held out for a while for even watching this because I didn't think that it would garner my interest. But after I ran out of everything to watch, Mayor of Kingstown is going off. Yellowstone has stopped. Succession has stopped. I said, let me check out this Wu-Tang on Hulu. So I tap in and immediately, spoiler alerts are coming. Um, Raekwon shoots up Ghostface House. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, this is lit. This is real backstory to this. These ain't just dudes out of New York rapping. And again, because I never bothered to look it up. So that was a big thing that stuck out to me. Method Man playing lacrosse was nuts. Um, I really just wasn't into the backstory of how all of this came together. One of the biggest things that stuck out to me being from the South, not really being on their music was the collective and how RZA, how it didn't hit him in the face immediately. Took him a while to kind of understand what the game needed. He tried to do his own thing with his single and cater to the ladies, do the LL Cool J thing, which is nuts to think about now when you look at Wu-Tang and think how RZA first got his start with that single. That's crazy. But I got a lot, and I'm getting a lot as I finish the first season, of information on how they started. The whole, um, what is it? It ain't Rhode Island. It ain't Long Island. Where, do you, where they from? Whatever borough those dudes is from. Because they ain't from one of the major four boroughs. They on the Staten Island. Yeah, Staten Island. So it was interesting seeing themselves and how they're telling this story, considering themselves outcasts. They're not the normal Nas from Queens, Jay-Z's from Brooklyn, and Mob Deep from Queens. And it didn't have a traditional elk that the early New York rappers had. So that was appealing to me. They felt like underdogs. And I understand now how the tape that circulated around, no one knows who they were. It was getting that underground push. I kind of get it. I'm buying more into it. Made me go listen to 36 Chambers. I was able to digest it a little bit more. I liked it. I'm, I, I, I like being able to get more backstory than going back and listen to the music. I understand what they were trying to do more. So do I recommend the series? Yeah. 
It's a good series. I like it. I, I mess with it. I'm anxious to see this season two and how good they say it got. I just finished season one. Bokeem Woodbine is in there. Man, ain't aged a bit since his first movie role in Jason's lyric. And you could tell it's Bokeem Woodbine. They tried to tease it when he first premiered late in the like season five, episode five, excuse me, that he got in there. So they try to tease it a little bit and just show the back of him, but you can tell right off the whip with that head, nose, ears, that walk, that's Bo King Woodby. And he's doing a decent job. He's coming in playing the stepdad for Bobby. Uh, and, again, the show is mostly centered around RZA, showing how he got the idea for Wu-Tang. At the end of season one, it shows him just kind of putting the tape together. They haven't really gotten into the deals. None of them have really saw success yet. RZA did get the deal, had a single, but he got cut. Um, it's a good show, man. I suggest you check it out on Hulu, especially if you're a fan of hip-hop. If you think you got to like Wu-Tang to look at it, you don't. You don't at all, I promise you, because I don't like Wu-Tang and didn't like their music coming into it, respected the movement, but not the music. So um, it was cool. It is cool. I'm going to keep watching it. Hopefully season two lives up to the expectations of what people say it is because that's the whole reason that I tuned in. I look forward to finishing that tonight and let you guys know how that is. Now, this feed is going to be mostly me talking TV. We'll get some hip-hop, some of the stuff that leaves off of the On Deck TV podcast feed. Um, This feed started with the Snowfall reviews doing snow school that's coming back in february it's going to be a brand new feed for you it's going to be all snow school going to do everything broken around snowfall i like tv i like to give you what we think about tv i don't think it's too many people from our culture that tell you about tv how we digest it and, and see it through our eyes so i'm here to do that for you in addition to that we're going to do sports we're going to do talk about anything that interests me hence the name of the feed featuring spike luke and speaking of the thing that interests me, another TV show. Have y'all watched me at Kingstown? I mean, if you're not watching that, you are missing out. Listen, Jeremy Renner is doing his thing. One of my favorite actors right now. He's the lead. Uh, got my boy from Friday Night Lights. And uh, that just ended. It's on Paramount Plus. Nothing else is on Paramount Plus. So use the code. I think you can use Mayor. Get you a 30-day free trial. You're welcome. Watch that uh, Mary Kingstown and then get up out of it. I don't pay nothing for that. But uh, if you heard me and Animal Brown talking about it on the On Deck TV podcast, you know, we're big fans of the show, man. It was dope from beginning to end. It was one of those series that went 10 episodes. It could have been a movie. Like there was so much action and so many things going on that they could have packed everything in two hours. I'd have been just as happy with that. I definitely like how that started, ended, middle, all the way through. That was a dope show same dude that did that show did sons of anarchy well he's a writer on sons of anarchy does yellowstone does 1883 taylor sheridan he got a lot of juice right now i hope the steam don't run out midway through mary kingstown it's already slick running out through yellowstone i wasn't really happy with that finale that didn't do a lot for me i think they glossed over that beth storyline they glossed over the who shot john dutton storyline and just really got to the end so we could get to the next season. I wasn't really here for this. Yellowstone started so strong. It was so good, especially this season. The first couple of episodes of this season had so much action, and they were 
so much resolution in it that there was hard for it to go anywhere after that. You I feel like we were spinning our wheels for the other eight episodes or seven episodes after the first two, but still worth checking out. Mayor of Kingstown worth checking out Yellowstone this season worth checking out Wu-Tang on Hulu all worth checking out. That's the TV that I'm watching right now. Sports is coming up to an end. I'm going to give you my NFL playoff picks here in the next segment, but for the TV part, that's what I'm watching now. You guys let me know what you're watching, what you tapped into, a good show. I've already tried The Witcher, didn't like it, got out of there in two minutes when an octopus came out of the ground, was not fucking with that at all. I did like Abbott Elementary, though. I feel like they can take that they can take that office style, that mockumentary type thing, and you can put that in any workplace, and that's going to be funny. It's funny with teachers. It's funny with Parks and Rec. It's funny with the automobile show. It could be funny anywhere. So Abbott Elementary is 100% great. Uh, It's a new gem for me. So make sure you guys tap into that too. A lot of good black TV right now. So you guys tap into that. Let me know what your TV picks are. Shoot me an email at IamSpikeLou at Gmail. Tell me what you want to talk about with TV, what I should be checking out and tapping into on our first little TV segment for the show. I'm coming right back with the NFL picks for the week, what I think about our Cowboys playoff chances. Spike Lou. Well, that Raiders-Chargers game was nuts. Probably the best game of the season. Would you agree? Like, if I'm the Chargers, I'm getting dude out of the Staley, they coach. You got to go today, bro. Like, don't even pack your stuff. We'll hire professionals to get the boxes over your crib. But him jeopardizing their playoff chances like that, calling that timeout, thinking that he was going to be able to stop. I don't know what he was doing, actually. But calling that timeout right before the Raiders were about to let the clock run out, before they kicked the field goal and letting them gain 10 yards on the next run was nuts. You don't know what I'm talking about. There's a Chargers-Raiders game, end of the season, probably the game of the year, fire. Should have ended in a tie. Both teams should have made the playoffs. Us as NFL fans, we should have got to see Justin Herbert in the playoffs. But thanks to the Chargers, Coach, that didn't happen. We appreciate you, Staley, and I hope you fully feel my sarcasm in that. Bum. (laughs) With that being said, the playoff picture is set. I'm going to go back to my weekly picks. I'm going to pick the games, give you the spreads, let you know what I think throughout the playoffs. So check in to the Spike Lou feed for that as well. First game of the day, wild card game. We got the Bengals and the Raiders. The Raiders coming off of that victory against San Diego to get into the playoffs. David Carr in his first playoff game. Remember, he got hurt when the Raiders had that season, that that nice season when he was almost the MVP and he didn't get to play in the Raiders playoff game that year. So this is the first playoff game for the Raiders. They're going to Cincinnati. You know me, you've been following our season. I love the Bengals. I love Chase, love Burrow. I think they're a dynamic duo, but I do not think that they'll cover. Okay? Don't mean I don't think they're going to win this game. The spread is five and a half. 
the Bengals are getting five and a half points. I could see the Raiders going in there, playing the Bengals really tough because it's the playoffs and losing by a field goal. Hence the Bengals not covering the five and a half points. I feel like that spread is a little high for playoff football, especially with the Raiders and how they're performing right now. I wouldn't want to play them, especially if I was the Bengals in a new playoff team. Not a lot of veteran experience there. If I'm picking and I'm betting with this, the spread is five and a half. The Raiders are getting five and a half points. Give me the Raiders and the five and a half. Still think the Bengals will pull it out by a field goal, but if I'm taking, picking with the spread, give me the Raiders and the five and a half points. Next game of the day, we got a perfect playoff scheduling, by the way, by the NFL too. Perfect scheduling. Like this, you couldn't have adjusted this anymore to gauge any more interest. The games fell out just right. First game of the day to kind of appetize you and lead you into the first game of the playoffs. Bengals, Raiders, that's legit. Then next, you got the Patriots and you got the Bills in Buffalo. Josh Allen, divisional game, Belichick. Uh, we get to see what Mac Jones is about in the playoffs. The spread here is four. Pats going into Buffalo. They're getting four points. Give me the Bills. Yep. Give me the Bills. Josh Allen going to live up to it. Both of these defenses are good. Josh Allen has caught his stride, though. He's in his bag, I think, right now, so we can look forward to him doing what he needs to do against the Patriots. Another close game. I see them winning by maybe a touchdown, so the four points should be safe there. The Pats just don't have enough, like, off. It ain't enough boom there for them to beat anybody in the playoffs, right? The Bills, Josh Allen is going to be the best player on the field when they play. That's Pat's defense, Bills offense, period. He's the best player on the field. That should count for something. So give me the Bills there. I'll give the four points to the Pats because I do not think that the Bills are um, – excuse me, I do not think that they're going to be on that. So take the Bills, give up the four points to the Pats. Next game, Eagles, the disgusting, much-hated, bum-ass Eagles. Uh, they're going to Tampa Bay to play the GOAT. If you don't know why I hate the Eagles, I'm a Cowboys fan. I hate the Eagles more than any team in sports. Uh, the Bucks, Eagles, Philly going to Tampa. Tampa's getting eight and a half points. Excuse, excuse me. Tampa's giving up eight and a half points. Tom Brady going to do what he do. This should be a blowout. Eagles can run the football. Bucks defense is good enough to stop them, though. All the Eagles can do is run the football. I think the Bucks defense is going to give Hurts problems. Hurts is a good little player. He's not a playoff winning quarterback, though. I would be shocked if this game was close. I would be shocked if the Eagles won this game. I think this is going to be probably the most boring game of the day. You get an easy win by the Bucs. All right. Next, we got the meat and potatoes, baby. The Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Yes, that's who I root for. Those are my guys. Dak coming to play, Zeke coming to play, Tony Pollard is back, that D-line is ready. The only thing that scares me is Mike McCarthy. We got the worst coach in the playoffs, not even close. Even over the Raiders' interim coach, we have the worst coach in the playoffs. Mike McCarthy is incompetent. He's only there because Jerry Jones can tell him what to do. That being said, I like our talent. I know the 49ers are tough, quote-unquote. I'm doing the air quotes right now, if you could see this. 
You know, they're supposed to be a tough, grimy team, but I don't care. My Cowboys are going to handle business. I don't think this one will be close either. Again, I'm biased if you haven't picked up on that by now. Three-point spread. They're giving the Cowboys three points against the Niners. Give me my Cowboys. I'll give the three points. I think this is going to be about a touchdown or more game. We should win this by 10. I don't believe in Garoppolo, and that's the reason why. I think we should win by 10. Garoppolo's not a good quarterback. He's just okay. All right? Last game of the day. I said the scheduling was great. I'm on the fence about this one, actually, because I don't even – Ben Roethlisberger, like, it's over for him. He's not good at playing football anymore. I don't enjoy watching him. I don't think anybody enjoys watching him play football anymore. It would have been great if the Raiders' charges had ended in the tie and we didn't have any Ben Roethlisberger in the playoffs. But that didn't happen. That's not life. So we got Ben Roethlisberger going to Kansas City, getting 12 and a half points, playing the Chiefs. Another blowout. I think that they're going to blow the doors off the Steelers. The Steelers just don't have nothing. And Ben Roethlisberger can't play quarterback. Like, this is going to be much to do about nothing. Patrick Mahomes is going to do what he needs to do. This game will be over by halftime. I'm saying that now, and hopefully I'm wrong, just so we can enjoy a full day of football, but this will be a blowout. Give me the Chiefs. I'll give the 12 and a half. No faith in Ben Roethlisberger. Next and last game, well, excuse me, the first ever Monday night football playoff game. This should be an interesting viewing opportunity for us. We got the Rams going to the Cardinals. Mm. Rams are giving, they're getting four points in Arizona. All the home teams are favored in the playoffs as usual. You know what? I'm going to take the underdog here. The only game was well, the Raiders game too. So the Raiders game, I'm taking the underdog and the Rams and the Cardinals. Give me the Cardinals, man. The Rams, the the card. Excuse me. Give me the Rams. The Cardinals been struggling. Kyler Murray is out of gas. There's a stat out there on the Cardinals coach and his December record. Kingsbury, even when he went back to Texas Tech, and it's awful. He doesn't perform well at the end of the season in college or the NFL. This has been two or three years straight until he gets over that hump. I just don't feel comfortable picking the Cardinals. I'm going to go with the Rams in the upset in Arizona and them moving on. So to recap, for the playoffs, first round, wild card round, most enjoyable round of the year. This is the best weekend of football that there is. I love this weekend. You get to sit on the couch all day, watch meaningful, important football games. My picks, the Raiders, they're getting five and a half against the Bengals. I'll take the Raiders. I'll take the five and a half points. The Bills. They're at home. They're giving up four points to the Pats. I'll take the Bills. I'll give the four points. The Bucks and the Eagles. Eagles going to Tampa Bay. They're getting eight and a half points. Does not matter. They're playing the GOAT. Give me Tom Brady and give up the eight and a half. 49ers Cowboys. Give me my boys. I'll give up the three. They got to come to Dallas. I just don't see Garoppolo winning a road playoff game against our defensive line. Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Ben Roethlisberger is washed. He's done. He is no more. 
Give me Kansas City, giving up the 12 and a half. You can have all of those points, possibly even more if you want them. Big Ben is done. Last but not least, the first ever Monday night playoff game, I got the Rams over the Cardinals. They're getting four points. I will gladly take those with the Rams on the road and the underdog. I think that they'll wrap this up. Those are the playoff picks, man. Let me know what you think, how you pick, how you did. You was in my picks. If you made some money, man, hit that donation button. You know, I'm going to make you rich throughout the whole playoffs. I know what I'm talking about when it comes to this football, man. So y'all take those picks. Y'all let me know how y'all did in your uh, online betting endeavors. I am Spike Lou at Gmail. You can also go to anchor.com and you can leave a voicemail for the show. I'm going to start playing those here in the near future. You guys can leave a voicemail for the show. Let me know what you think and get yourself on the Spike Lou podcast as well. Appreciate you joining. Those are the picks for the playoffs. Picks are back. Going to do these throughout to the Super Bowl. I am Spike Lou.